here with another monthly astrological preview video. We're going to be looking ahead to January 2023. So uh, happy new year from a calendar year perspective. Of course, the astrological new year does not start until March in the Northern Hemisphere and September in the Southern. So it's not really a new year. You know, it's a construct. On one hand, time does not exist, but as anybody who is born, lives, and dies knows that time exists on the physical plane. I point this out because a calendar is a human-made tool for timing, but it has nothing to do with the actual energy of the year, astrologically, geologically, and anything having to do with science. The reason I point this out is that a lot of you might be thinking that now is a good time to make those New Year's resolutions, and I've never found that works. Sorry, some people do it, I don't. I save my resolutions, or New Year decrees, as I prefer to call them, for March, because I live in the Northern Hemisphere, and when the sun enters into Aries, that's the beginning of the New Year. So if you live in the Southern Hemisphere, don't feel compelled to make a lot of New Year's resolutions now. Just wait until September, or it's still early enough that you could start them now if you wanted to, because you've still got the bulk of the year in front of you. So, having said that, let's talk about where January finds us. And first of all, right before January 1st, on December 31st, we had Jupiter stationing. A few days before that, we had Mercury retrograding. So the 31st of December, the 1st and 2nd, and probably even the 3rd of January might start off with a little bit of a roller coaster energy. And yeah, I hate to tell you, but that will continue for about the first half of January. But things do quiet down once the sun enters into Aquarius on January 20th. So if you were thinking, hey, cool, January 2023 is my month, give it a few weeks. So on the first, we've got the Sun and Capricorn squaring the Moon, North Node, and, or trining, excuse me, the North, the North Node, the Moon, and Uranus in Taurus. So you may find that this is a good time to lay down your plans lay down your foundation for what you want to manifest in the physical uh, plane for 2023. However, the sun in Capricorn is also squaring Chiron and Aries. So you might find, uh, to use a phrase that I hear a lot, uh, your eyes are bigger than your stomach. Or you might feel like you know where you need to go, but with the square to Aries says, have you recognized your limitations? And here again, we all have limitations. We're in physical form. There are things we can do, things we can't do, and that's just the price we pay for being incarnate. 
Now, Mercury is retrograde at this time, like I said, in Capricorn, and it's going to stay retrograde until the 19th. Capricorn is the sign of the occupation, the career, the overall direction in life, where you're going, how do you get there. So you may find that it's time to clean up a lot in the office. It's a good time to reevaluate plans as far as where you're going in the overall grand scheme of your life. Now on the second, we've got the Mercury retrograde trining the moon in Taurus. So you may find this is a good time to not only go back and fix what needs fixed with the Mercury retrograde, but also to see how you can future-proof things so that those same issues don't come up in the future. Now, this could be as simple as breaking bad habits. This could be more complex in that now that you know the Mercury retrograde will help you clean things up, you can use that to your advantage, but not necessarily rely on it to have your back. So there's a few different ways you can work with this energy. Now, the third sees the Moon conjunct Mars retrograde in Gemini, and it sees the Moon, <laughs> the moon in Gemini sextiling that Chiron in Aries as well as Venus moving into Aquarius. So just a few minutes ago, at the beginning, I said that the first part of January might start off with a little bit of a roller coaster energy. This is what I'm talking about. A lot of start stops, a lot of things that you thought were done coming up to address again. Now, this could also be taking a hard look at yourself internally and seeing what needs changed. You know, this Mars retrograde has been going on for quite a while, and one of the lessons of it is where you spend your energy and why. So if you are just furrowing your brow and trying to plow through it, that's not the way to handle any retrograde. But it could be especially damaging when it comes to Mars. And on the third, with the moon conjunct with Mars, you might find that now is the time where you lose your temper and inadvertently hurt yourself. Or perhaps you lose your temper, but then you realize that the reason you lost your temper is because you're not looking at yourself clearly. You know, that's a, that's a big one. It reminds me of being a child and there's a, a skillet on the stove and of course you know your parents say don't touch that or they don't say anything at all and they let you touch it and then you learn through experience not to do that that could be a major theme for the second third and fourth of january is doing something out of anger or frustration or pride then paying a price for it and learning the lesson on the back end a lot of this will have to do with personal communication so the friendships that are in your life a lot of this may also have to do with typing. Uh, Gemini is the sign of typing and written communication as well as spoken communication. Now the good news is you'll learn these lessons easily if you take the time to stay humble and do inner reflection. And I say that because the moon will be sextiling or operating very well with Chiron in Aries. And that is going to stay in place for the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Now, on the 4th itself, we've got the Moon and Gemini trining Saturn 
in Aquarius, so it's a good time to see who you're going to spend your time with for 2023. Is it going to be the same usual suspects of friends and family in 2022, or did you get badly burned in 2022 and now it's time to look for new friends or maybe reevaluate the role that you have in your circles of friends? Now, also on the fourth, we've got that same Venus in Aquarius sextiling Jupiter in Aries, and that's going to stay in effect until the 6th. Venus is the lesser benefic in astrology. Jupiter, Jupiter is the greater benefic. Venus is money. Jupiter is prosperity. Aquarius is the new and the avant-garde. Aries is the go-forth, the pioneering energy. So what this means is that anything you start about the 4th through the 6th could work out very well. It could be very beneficial, but only if you're the one taking the initiative and making things happen in new and different ways. Remember, it takes a lot of courage to go against the pack, so to speak. If you look at a lot of the greatest visionaries in history, like Giordano Bruno and a lot of the historical heretics, the reason they were branded as heretics is because they were decades, if not centuries, ahead of their time. So it does take a strong person to step out and say, I'm doing things my way because I feel confident about what I'm doing. And that's not for everyone, but the 4th through the 6th is a good time to assess it for yourself and see if you fall into that category. And if you don't, that's okay. Just admit it to yourself. On the 5th, we've got the Moon in Cancer squaring Jupiter in Aries. So you may find that it's a good day to avoid impulse buying, avoid those creature comforts, avoid those luxury items that you really don't need. You just want to have to satisfy your own ego. Now on the 6th, we have the full moon. So you see that the, the 4th, 5th, and 6th is very, very active. That's the latter part of uh, the first full week in January. And this full moon is known as the wolf moon. And tradition says that it's because that's in the Northern Hemisphere, that's when the wolves howl from lack of food during the winter months. And the way I look at this, as I was just writing about it this morning, is that this is a time to let your own inner wolf out. This is a time to howl how your identity let people know that you're here now with the mars and mercury retrogrades it does not mean moving forward on new projects and that kind of yell of initiation but rather it is the howl to let people know you're still here 2022 might have hit you hard but you're still standing you know, many years ago, back in my 20s, one of my favorite phrases that I learned was every day above ground is an accomplishment. And I think a lot of people need to keep that in mind. Orpheus, uh, Morpheus talks about this a lot in the second Matrix movie. It's not so much at looking at the, at the road to see what's still to come. You've also got to look backwards and recognize you're still standing. So for those of you that need a confidence boost, there you go. You might not be in as good a shape as you were a year ago, but so what? You're still here. 
The seventh is nice and quiet. The eighth sees Venus in Aquarius trining Mars in Gemini. Mars is still retrograde and Venus is opposing the moon in Leo. So you may find this is a good time to, as I said just a few days prior, reassess your friends, your role in life, your role in societies and groups that you're a member of. But now the emphasis is on making decisions that are, that are best for everyone and putting your toxic ego in check. So stamping down arrogance and pride and me, 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 self-centered narcissism and focusing on where it might be wise to take a back seat to what others want because they may need it or maybe it's ethically and morally the right thing to do. So a lot of ways to look at that. On the 10th, we have Mercury retrograde in Capricorn squaring Chiron in Aries. So what, put this on your calendar as a time when your internal wounds may be triggered through your own stubbornness. Or maybe you get a review at work and it points out all your character flaws that you didn't want them to see. There's a few ways to look at it, but this is going to be a very powerful day and the humble person, the wise person, will learn from it. Now on the 11th, the following day, we've got the moon in Virgo trining that Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. So it is a good time to wrap up any leftover work projects uh, from 2022 or even earlier in January to prepare for the next day, which is the 12th, and Mars finally stations direct in Gemini. The Mars retrograde that's been going on for far too long is coming to a close on the 12th. So the 10th, 11th, and 12th, you may find all subjects and attributions of Mars come to the surface. So energy, anger, being accident prone, feeling more connected to divinity with regards to energy, but maybe not really knowing where and how to direct that energy may all be themes that come to the surface. Now, the following day on the 13th, we've got Venus in Aquarius trining the moon in Libra, trining that Mars Gemini, and therefore we have a grand trine in air. A grand trine in air is a time when you might have more ideas than normal, you might be better at problem solving than normal, you might find it's a good time to reach out and do some networking and connecting with people that can help get you to where you are. But also on that day, we've got that moon in Libra that I just mentioned as being part of the air trine opposing Chiron and Aries. So you may find that even though you seek harmonious relationships or getting along well with others, that, yeah, no. In order to do that, you've got to eat some crow and put yourself in place. Finally, the 15th, we see the moon in Scorpio sextiling the Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. So yes, the attention is still put on wrapping up workplace communications and projects, but now on that day, the 15th, you may find that you see the light at the end of the tunnel. 
So all the work you've been doing up to this point with the Mercury retrograde may be culminating in a significant breakthrough in the workplace or the career on the 15th. The 16th sees a challenging aspect pattern called a T-square and fixed signs. This consists of Venus and Aquarius squaring the Moon in Scorpio, squaring Uranus and Taurus retrograde. Fixed sign T-squares are all about adherence. Generally, this is known as the cross of the disciple. And long story short, what it means is now it's time to stick with what you know. Now it's time to move ahead in the pattern that is best for you. Now is the time to say, yeah, I've got all of these rough things going on in my life, but it's more like alchemy where it's the agitation stage, shaking things up for me to address and correct so that I can move forward in new and better ways. The 18th sees Mercury stationing direct. It won't get done till the 19th, but you start noticing it on the 18th. So let's hear it for that. We've also got the moon in Sagittarius on that day, sextiling Venus in Aquarius and trining Chiron in Aries. And without getting too deep into the nomenclature side of things, what this means is this is a good time for your spirituality to be your guide, to unlock new ways of making money, to unlock new ways of connecting with the people that matter most in your life, and setting the stage for some internal healing on down the road. The 19th is nice and quiet. The 20th, we see the sun move into Aquarius. And at that time, it will be conjunct or blended with Pluto in Capricorn. The moon is also conjunct Mercury that day and Venus is conjunct Saturn. Conjunctions, which is the theme of the 20th, are blended energies. Some people say they're hard aspects. I don't really agree with that. I've actually found them very soft and positive, but considering I've got a few powerful ones in my chart, that might be my own astrological uh, disposition saying that. Now, the 20th, with all of this activity, it tells us that your fears might be distorted. You might also find that your anger or your temper is worse than normal, but it's a good time to communicate. It's a good time to step in your own authority. It's a good time to speak with confidence in your speech. The 21st, we see the sun in Aquarius sextiling Jupiter in Aries, and that will last until the 24th. So for all of you that are into prosperity magic, manifesting things on the physical level, gaining spiritual insight by embracing new and innovative ideas, now's your time to shine. Now's your time to reach out and grab those new ideas. And in occult circles, a lot of times, this teaching gets me into trouble. I am more interested in the new and what's coming down the pipe of evolution rather than the traditional stuff that's been done and talked about to death. So I will embrace people channeling aliens and bringing through higher vibrational teachings over some stuffy old grimoire any goddamn day of the week, and I'm fucking proud of that. 
There's been boatloads written about those old grimoires, but new teachings like this, there's very little. Let's check it out. You know, as I say in my book, Whales of the Wandering Age Angels, uh, tradition is just peer pressure from dead people. And there's nothing wrong with it. That's what got us to where we are now, but if we keep circling back to it, we're spinning our wheels stuck in the mud. Let's look at evolution, shall we? I'm kind of a fan of that. I'd like to see us all work in harmony and start exploring the multiverse. But that's just me. On the 21st, we also have the new moon. So you notice we've got that sun sextiling Jupiter right there and a new moon in Aquarius. So it's a perfect time for goal setting. It's a perfect time for embracing the new. It's a perfect time to say, now I'm going to make 2023 mine. So up until this point, it's been a lot of cleaning out and cleaning up. Now with this particular new moon on the 21st, it's the perfect time to say, the bulk of that's behind me, let's move forward. It's time. On the 22nd, we've got the moon in Aquarius, sextiling Chiron and Aries, so it's a good time for some personal healing. If you've been trying some techniques to get you the healing that you need, but they haven't been working, this is a good day to look for new techniques. This is also a good day to say, maybe my problem is my ego. Maybe I'm too narcissistic. You know, uh, this has been talked about a lot. In the United States, uh, I've seen various studies that say 25% of the people have a mental illness. And I'm not gonna get into the reasons why that is, but I am going to look at that and say, well, I think that number's a little bit low. Look at all the self-absorbed narcissists on social media. And narcissism is a flippin' mental disorder. The reason all this matters is that on this day, the 22nd, it's a good time to step back and say, maybe I'm the problem. Food for thought. Now on the 23rd, we have Saturn conjunct Venus, conjunct the moon in Aquarius. And we also have Uranus stationing direct. Uranus has been retrograde for a number of months and the theme of it has been inner rebellion. And now when you throw Saturn, Venus, and the moon into the mix with it, you may find that this is a day where all of your fears come to the surface and feel overwhelming. So anybody who's an empath or sensitive to energy on that day, that might be a particularly challenging day. Another way to look at this day is that your emotions may blow things out of proportion. If you have a tendency to look on the negative side of life and be a worry wart, this day is gonna rake you over the coals and rightfully so. Worry energy is negative energy, so anytime you worry about something, you're giving it negative energy. Something should be worried about. There's no disputing that, but if you let it consume you, you're guilty of self-sabotage. The 24th is a monumental day. The 24th of January, mark it on your calendar, circle it with big, black, bold Sharpies. Why? Because that day is the day 
when all the significant planets in the solar system are going to be direct until April 20th. That's right. You've got from January 24th to 420, where it's nothing but forward and direct motion. It can't get much more of a green light sign from the universe than that. You want new things? This is the time to do it. You want a new you? This is the time to do it. You want to detonate your life and blow it up, making the tower happen instead of waiting for the tower to happen? This is the time to do it. You want to make severe, significant lifestyle changes? This is the time. You have three months, just shy of 90 days. Uh, forward momentum, forward progress, making things happen. So get out and do it. There's nothing stopping you but you. And you can talk about reasons why, but there is a difference between reasons and excuses. Ponder on that. Because this time, January 24th through 420, is a time to say, well, is this a reason or an excuse? And nine times out of 10, what we think are reasons or excuses, and enough of because, be he damned for a dog. On the 25th, we have the moon conjunct Neptune in Pisces. So you may find that your creativity is extra strong. You might find your astral projection skills or remote viewing skills are extra strong. You might have deeper spiritual connections at this time, but also do your best to avoid escapism. Do your best to avoid denial. Do your best to get carried away in the feel-good things and lose track of the physical plane in the process. The 26th is nice and quiet. The 27th, we've got Venus sliding over into Pisces. In traditional astrology, this is considered a very strong and favorable combination. Venus, of course, like I discussed earlier, is the planet of love, beauty, creativity, art, money, manifested goddess energy. And when in Pisces, it's all about the feel good. It's all about the emotions. It's all about embracing your sensitive side. For empaths and people that are sensitive to energy, this could be overwhelming depending on how it interacts with your chart. But those of you that have been working hard towards a spiritual awakening, while Venus is in Pisces, you may find that that comes to pass. But only if you've done the work. So if you haven't done the work, you cannot expect to get those kind of results from it. Also watch out for addictions during this time. It's far too easy to fall into that trap while Venus is in Pisces. The 28th, we've got the sun trining uh, Mars in Gemini and squaring the moon in Taurus. So while it's a good day to bring in ideas, stimu stimulate your intellect, stimulate your creativity, stimulate your mind, you might find that frustration is there because you can't figure out how to bring it into physical results in the world that we live in. And that's okay. Write the inspirations down. Now may not be the time, but maybe sometime down the road will be. 
Another way to look at this is you might be on a roll with ideas and rolling them out in your life and then some unexpected event happens in the physical world that makes you have to put that on the back burner for now. So if that happens, see it as a setback, not a full stop. And then finally, on the 30th, we have the moon conjunct Mars and Gemini, so you might find you're more easily triggered with conversations with other people. You might find that you have a whole litany of things you wanna to talk to someone about, but you only get an elevator conversation of about 30 seconds worth of time with them, so you've gotta condense it all down. Uh, another way to look at this could be that if you're upset and driving, the potential for accidents is there more. Mercury rules manual dexterity. So you could get pissed off at that driver in front of you, lose focus, and then end up in, in the ditch or end up uh, pulled over by a cop. And the 31st is nice and quiet. So you see how the more January moves on, the better of a month it becomes. It does start off with some choppy waters for about the first uh, two and a half to three weeks, but once that sun enters into Aquarius, things are gonna quiet down. And I'm sure all my Aquarian friends out there are saying, well, of course, we're the ones that make sense in the Zodiac. And I'm not arguing with you. I mean, you're not 100% right, but I'm also not gonna argue with you. Anyway, uh, daily horoscopes will continue to be posted on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you to Adam Knox and the Cult of You for the platform to roll this out. Stay tuned for more of what's coming up in 2023. Adam and I have been discussing a lot of things. Monthly horoscopes are still going to be out on my website, 418ascendant.com, and the Pathways website, Pathways SDL in St. Louis, Missouri. And if you haven't checked it out, I've got a new column called The Celestial Beacon in Evoke Publications, an online magazine. And there's a few other things that I'm going to be firing off once this big time of direct energy is present. So stay, stay tuned and till, till we chat again, may we all receive blessings of good health, prosperity, and success as we move forward through the next month of our lives.